Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional from California, USA, Lisa Perry. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you. Lisa is a Senior Director of Product Marketing and Brand Strategy. She has worked with several global brands across a vast cross-section of businesses. So Lisa, before we talk branding, tell me about your own journey in brief. Yeah, well, I help companies when their sales start to fizzle mm -hmm. using consumer trends and behaviors coupled with data analytics to innovate their approach to marketing. And as you mentioned, I've worked across a number of industries, and I started out my career in consumer packaged goods, working mm -hmm. for Coca-Cola and ConAgra, helping to reposition 50 and 100-year-old brands that were declining by driving innovation. Um, mm -hmm. That was a really great kickstart to my career. And then I transitioned into the gaming industry. Okay. Uh, which was booming at the time, working for Activision uh, on the Spider-Man franchise, yeah. which is a, mm -hmm. uh, a very passionate fan base. And THQ, working for licensed companies like Nickelodeon, uh, Disney Pixar, DreamWorks, mm -hmm. helping to bring their TV and movie franchises to life through gaming. And uh, that was really exciting. And then the industry started to shift, right, from online to mobile. Mm -hmm. And um, I then moved to my first emerging growth startup company mm -hmm. that was really taking a, a leap into the next generation mobile app mm -hmm. through virtual and AR. And it was really exciting time. But they were before their time. Right. They just, they had, they had this an amazing technology that was just years before their time, and mm -hmm. so kind of fizzled out. And uh, higher education came calling, and I was got an opportunity to work for Pepperdine University mm -hmm. in their business school, and that was truly amazing. They had a thirteen year enrollment decline, and I was able to work with an amazing team to transform wow. that through four key things. Mm -hmm. um, and that was through repositioning, which is key, repositioning, improved rankings, because that's important in that industry, mm -hmm. digital center of excellence, mm -hmm. right? Digital. And I'm sure we're going to talk about digital, right? And then execution is always key, a, a successful go-to-market strategy. Uh -huh. And that really helped transform them. Mm -hmm. And then once that was established, this is interesting. The cannabis industry was booming, wow. right? And so I, I got to move into the cannabis industry, um, uh, helping to develop a brand portfolio strategy. And I will tell you that was the wild, well-dressed, mm -hmm. nothing regulated um, craziness, but it was really fun bringing uh, process and order to a, to a really wild, chaotic. Mm -hmm. um, they got acquired and pandemic hit. And I moved into consulting, working wow. Uh, for emerging growth startups, uh, helping e-commerce and health and wellness companies. And now I'm back into higher education, this time on online higher education uh, with UMass Global and uh, taking leveraging trends mm -hmm. with um, people 
taking, you know, moving into the online to get their degree coming out of the pandemic, because that's mm. kind of the shift that we're seeing. So that's my journey. How wonderful. Thank you for sharing your journey. And, you know, you've obviously worked with not just one category of brands, but from consumer brands to education to technology, you worked across multiple industries. So my next question to you, Lisa, is given your vast experience, what goes into building a successful brand? Well, you know what's interesting? The process of developing a mm. brand is just as important as the plan itself. Correct. And the time spent analyzing, collaborating, mm. building consensus is so very valuable because you're learning so much through that process that can mm. help elevate your brand to the next level. Mm. But that said, there are a number of key things that mm -hmm. go into building a successful plan, right? Mm -hmm. So it's uh, you got to conduct a situational analysis to understand the health of your, your business. Okay. So a spot. And I find that people ask this step, and it is so critical mm. to understanding what you need, where your weakness is, where your holes are, and and how to how to start making yourself competitive in the marketplace. Mm. So you've got to make sure that you do that self, that step. You've got to uh, develop smart goals. Mm. Um, and and marketers who develop well defined smart goals mm. are three hundred and seventy six percent more likely to report success. Mm. So important really to 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 make sure you're doing that step mm. you outline your strategies your tactics you set your budget mm. and the last step is really important you've got this great plan you're ready to rock and roll you've got to be flexible and mm. adaptable Correct. so if the pandemic has taught us anything right all plans went out the door Absolutely, yes. right so with the market market shift consumer behaviors shifting people had to develop all new plans, mm. new target audiences. And so you really want to make sure that this plan is a guide, but mm. that you're taking advantage of trends, technologies, consumer behaviors, shifts, all of that mm. uh, so that you're flexible and adaptable. Fascinating. And, you know, when we've started talking, you were, you were telling me in your journey that you worked with brands which were 50 years and 100 years uh, old. My question is, how do some brands survive a hundred years and still remain contemporary. And a lot of uh, brands spend huge money, but die within a few years. What do these senior or older brands do, do well? Well, I think they are adapting and changing to the environment, mm -hmm. right? Um, they get really good at that in terms of understanding their target audience's needs and desires. Mm -hmm. And that's important. They keep their eye on market trends. Mm -hmm. That's one, right? They innovate and evolve. So um, they are constantly bringing out new products, updating existing products. They're listening to their customers. What is it that's going on? What can I do to um, you know, keep my, my brand fresh? They're building a relationship. They're building a community. They have a strong connection with their customers. Mm -hmm. They're embracing technology. One of the biggest things that I find is that um, 
brands lose that touch, lose, lose that, that. So let me just give you an example, right? If you've got a younger consumer who, you know, uses chatbots, right? And they want to, they want to engage with customer service. They don't want to talk to a live person. They want to engage with customer service and use chatbots, but you don't have that. You've got to stay relevant. You've got to engage with technology to continually be relevant. And you've got to maintain a strong brand identity. That's when I see these strong brands um, continually be um, uh, the, the the longevity of them uh, hundred years old. That's what works for them. That's what makes them successful. Well said. Great response. Thank you. My next question is, you know, when I started in, in marketing four decades ago, there was nothing like a digital world you know your only communication was through billboards and cinema advertising and so on but today everything is digital so my question is how can brands succeed in the digital world well to to thrive and and adapt in order to be uh relevant and successful mm-hmm. um you know there are a number of things that people can can look at uh, to do right, mm. one is to have a strong online presence. Correct. And, and in order to do that, you've got to build valuable content. Video is the most important medium content out there. And I will go into organizations and they don't have video at all. Wow. So, um, you know, there's a lot of low hanging fruit out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to use video content that companies aren't taking advantage of that are free, mm. right? Instagram um, shorts, Facebook reels, YouTube uh, shorts, mm. right? YouTube short is the second biggest search engine behind Google, mm. right? Those are, are, are take produce, I don't have my phone, Okay, I have a phone in my hand, right? Mm-hmm. Produce video. You can do it now. Phones are amazing contents to Correct. produce video. Mm-hmm. People can do this. Um, at, so produce valuable content, really. Mm-hmm. You've got to embrace digital marketing. And you've got to meet your consumers where they are, mm-hmm. whether that's SEO, that's paid, um, organic, um, social media, mm-hmm. that's um, email marketing, whatever it is, you've got to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. You've got to embrace digital marketing. You've got to leverage data and analytics. You've got to figure out that, you know, there's so much data, data and analytics in companies mm-hmm. that we can utilize that and um personalize and customize to our audience now mm-hmm. it's amazing mm-hmm. and we've talked about stay up to date with the technology yeah. you got to do it <laughs> you know and and provide a seamless omni-channel experience right and it's amazing how we get tend to be isolated in an organization you got to mm-hmm. figure out how to dev- provide mm-hmm. that seamless because consumers are across channel now and they can tell so that's those are some things to keep well in said. mind. Well said. Thank you. Great response. The other thing related to digital, uh, Lisa, is that given the speed at which social media moves, you know, you get a few nanoseconds to be able to actually communicate your message. How does a brand 
or how does the messaging of a brand ensure it reaches the right audience at the right time through the right channels? I remember the old days, it was right product, right price, right place, right mm -hmm. position. Yeah, I love this. I love this one um, because it is important. You've got to have the right message at the right time. Um, and there, there are four things I love to focus in on. Get to the core of it, right? You've got to understand your unique selling point in order to stand above the competition. Mm -hmm. Your unique selling point makes a strong first impression so that your customers can choose you versus your, your competitors, right? Mm -hmm. The second is keep it simple, stupid. Mm. Yes, mm. right? Mm. Um, your goal is to engage, educate, and entertain. Consumers are busy. They have less than 20 seconds to, to make a, a buying decision, Correct. right? Mm. So if, if your messaging is overcomplicated, confusing, difficult to understand, you've, you've lost them. You've completely lost them, right? Mm -hmm. The next thing I try and do is ruthlessly cut. What's the essence of what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And then get rid of repetition, fillers, um, overcomplicated things. Cut, cut, cut. Mm -hmm. The last is get to the heart of it. Mm -hmm. People buy emotionally and they don't under, uh, realize it. And then they justify the decisions rationally, mm -hmm. right? And that's why it's such an effective marketing tool. Mm. So those are the four things that that I try to do in terms of brand messaging to be mm. much more effective. Mm. And, you know, when you work uh, as an advisor to so many brand marketers, um, how do you support some of the challenges they face? So, you know, it depends on what their challenges are, mm -hmm. right? Um, it could be so many different things, but um, it tends to be either a brand strategy issue mm -hmm. where it's a targeting, a messaging, or it's a go-to-market strategy. You mm -hmm. know, they're not connecting with their audience in the right way, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, the first thing is really getting in and, and diving into the analytics mm -hmm. and understanding what they're currently doing. Mm -hmm. And the great thing is the companies have the information right there. It's all right there. Correct. You know, it's at your fingertips, mm. right? It's analyzing the market. It's analyzing the data that you can currently have. Mm. Um, it's all there. People overcomplicate mm. of, oh, we got to pay for all of this. Nope, it's right there. Mm. And then you just figure out, is it, a, is it a targeting issue? Is it a messaging mm. issue? Is it the strategy that you have and how you're connecting with your with your audience. Mm -hmm. um, you just have to figure out what is it that the challenge is that you've got. And of course, correct. And test, quite honestly, you know, um, quickly test it and correct. Test and correct. People overcomplicate. Um, just do it. Let's do it. Get mm -hmm. it out there. And, and, and you don't have to overcomplicate in testing either. Just get Correct. something out there. Consumers will respond right away or the, or they won't. Mm -hmm. Well said. Uh, the next question is about the pandemic, you know, and we are all, we had, I still can't say whether we are out of it or whether we could keep going back into the pandemic, but the pandemic has had some serious and dramatic changes for brands and brand marketers especially with this whole concept of work from home, uh, e-commerce platforms delivering at home. 
I wanted to get your perspective on how are brands and marketers reacting to the changes that have been made, I don't know for how long or maybe permanently, um, to the way they will be handling themselves in relation to the consumers. Yeah, I think it's had a, a significant sh uh, shift. Everybody mm. has been impacted in some right. way, shape, or form, mm. right? Um, buyer shopping behaviors have, have shifted to online. We've seen right. significant surges. I think you just mentioned that. Mm. Online learning has shifted. Um, universities have shifted more classes online. Um, consumers are placing a greater emphasis on, on health, safety, and convenience. Mm. And uh, if you haven't shifted your business strategy, you better shift your business strategy. Correct. So um, I, I have, I have been a part of it and I have seen where you're, you're completely changing your, your target audience. Mm. You know, you're updating your brand strategy. You're looking at a new target audience. You're differentiating yourself mm. where you, you might've been differentiated before. Uh, now you're not. And you're having to figure out how do I differentiate myself now? Mm -hmm. um, the consumer behavior is 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 not interested in me, and now I've got to change that whole strategy mm -hmm. and that approach. And now that requires a different um, marketing strategy. That the the consumer's not interested in the channels that I was providing before, and now mm -hmm. I've got to have a whole marketing channel strategy mm -hmm. update. It's requiring a whole shift in approach. And that's also changing the dynamics of people. So you're seeing layoffs, right? Mm -hmm. um, people hired a lot. Now they're, we're seeing mass layoffs. We're having shift of people. Um, you you might have had on, you might have had um, locations that are closing and now it's going online. Uh, people are working from up. You're just seeing a, a mm -hmm. huge dynamic shift in, okay. in, in that, in, in the employment structure, as well as the whole strategy of brand to marketing and, mm. and, and all of that, it's, it's, a, it's huge. I agree, I agree. And it's, in a, these are almost as you would refer to as tectonic shifts taking place in the world of branding and marketing. But the other aspect- I love to say that, by the way, that, I mean, that is well said, well said. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The, the other thing that I wanted to ask you, uh, Lisa, was also the way technology is coming in. I mean, the metaverse, uh, and I know that Facebook is, you know, cooled off a little bit on meta, but the metaverse is changing the way brands and consumers are going to be working together in, in three dimension. And companies like Nike, et cetera, are actually acquiring real estate on the metaverse. Right. I'd love to get your perspective on how is the metaverse going to change the way consumers interact with brands. You know, I'm I'm the jury's out. <laughs> I will say, right. um, you know, it was really hot, um, and now you know, I, I don't know. I mean, brands brands are definitely leveraging it, mm -hmm. right? There's no doubt that brands are leveraging it. You're seeing it from from brand immersions, right? Um, in terms of how consumers are interacting with it, the mm. personalization, in terms of, you know, uh, virtual stores and how you can personalize your experience with, with the products and services that you're doing. I mean, Mercedes-Benz did that. Um, you're seeing Gucci, um, Chipotle did it with Roblox and going in and, mm. and having a whole, um, you can get a, a online coupon and then go back 
back into the store and use it. I mean, you're seeing some really yeah. cool experiences and um, some of them are really successful. And, and some big companies are really um, um, using it to their advantage. Nike, Ikea, you know, these big companies. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing the the mid and small companies yeah. mass use it, right? I'm seeing the big boys uh, use it. So that's where I don't know because because this is my concern, right? There's mass layoffs, the budgets are being uh, trimmed down, mm -hmm. where, you know, ROI is huge. Uh, companies are really looking at how is your Mac marketing tactic mm. going to deliver an ROI? That's mm. what I want to know. Mm. And are we going to spend it on the metaverse? I don't know. Mm. Um, so um, that's where I don't know mm. if it's going to really come down to the next level um, or not. Yeah. That's where the jury's I out. I completely agree. I completely agree. So I have time for two more questions, Lisa. My next question is on culture. And, you know, you worked with global brands across the whole world. I want to get your perspective on how does culture impact brands across the world? And this is more for global brands. Yeah, well, it plays a significant role on how brands are perceived and received, mm -hmm. right? So your messaging can be received great in in one country and be offensive and inappropriate in another, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Your brand imagery, your colors, your logos, your symbols can have a different meaning in in one um, one area, and you know, in in, in, in a different variety of it can mm -hmm. mean different different things in different areas. Mm -hmm. Your brand reputation can be um, insensitive and disrespectful in one area and fine in another, okay. and so. What you need to do is, um, you know, as you're thinking about new products um, on a global scale, yeah. you need to really think about, um, or even advertising campaigns, Let's, yeah. you know, new products, advertising campaigns. How does, how do you roll that out and how mm. do you really work with the local, local, um, your local folks in that market, your local, mm. you know, marketing folks, your local sales, your local regional heads, mm. how do you work with them to say, Hey, how does, how are we going to roll this out? Right. Mm. Or as you're entering in a new market, how do you enter, enter your product portfolio into mm. that new market? And you mm. really have to work with the folks on the ground to really be strategic in how you, you do those types of things, roll out the product portfolio or roll out a new product mm. or a promotion or an advertising campaign. You have to leverage the boots on the ground. That's it. And my last question to Lisa, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation, based on your own amazing understanding of branding and your journey um, as a marketer, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away uh, from your journey and from our conversation when it comes to branding and marketing? Well, for me, um, being a big brand, brand person, um, mm. I think creating a brand strategy is important for differentiating mm. your um, who you are uh, in the marketplace and yeah. building loyalty and success. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I've, 
I've myself built a, uh, wrote a book on how to do a step-by-step -step process of, of doing this. If, okay. if you want to check it out on Amazon, but yeah. I think it's a critical, critical thing in terms of uh, differentiating yourself on the market and you can't overlook that. The second two things are uh, competitive uh, differentiation. One is you've got to continually innovate. If you stop innovating, mm. you stop growing. Yeah. And it is the key to differentiate it, differentiating. If mm. you look at some of the big brands out there, they're mm. co constantly innovating. Yeah. And the second is leveraging technology. Mm. Um, when you look at um, the younger generation, you know, they're they're constantly seeking that technology. And you want to make sure that your your brand is refreshing itself mm. and you're you're bringing in technology that is going to help you leverage your business from data analytics, just mm -hmm. data analytics, right, to other things that um, can help you be more efficient and effective from automation mm -hmm. to just even new products and services. Just continually think about leveraging technology. So mm -hmm. those are those are the three things I would say. Wonderful. And before I, I, I summarize, you know, I somehow missed uh, talking about your book, uh, but tell me a little bit about your book. What is the title? And uh, I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check out your book on Amazon. Oh, thank you. It's it's how to develop a brand strategy, a step-by-step -step guide on Amazon. Wonderful. How to develop a, a brand strategy, a step-by-step -step guide by Lisa Perry. Please go and check out her book and I will go and check it out myself. And on that note, Lisa, and your three amazing lessons, uh, create a brand strategy to, to differentiate your brand, keep innovating, to create the differentiation and keep leveraging technology. Thank you so much for talking to me about your journey, about so many different aspects of branding, about technology in branding and about the metaverse. Thank you for well, speaking to me and good luck. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed Thanks. it. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.